Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Texas Hill Country Fishing Report with Greg Wielander of Upstream on the Fly. How you doing, Greg? Well, hi Marvin. I'm not too bad. It's uh, it's the end of January here, and uh, we've had we've had some winter this year. Matter of fact, two weeks ago we we had four to six inches of snow here in Central Texas. So uh, it was definitely winter then, but Today, beautiful. You know, it's in the low 70s and forecasted um, at least a few more days this week to, to stay in the 70s. So it's that time of, of year where you never know what Mother Nature's going to throw at you. Yeah, and the great thing is I noticed your lows are kind of starting to pull back up into the mid-40s at night, so it's going to start to kind of warm up now. It It is, you know, um, and, and you never know. That could continue on. Um, you know, typically at the end of February, there was always the big uh, Guadalupe River Trout Fest down on the uh, the river there outside of New Braunfels, down in Sattler, Texas, actually. And um, there were years where we were we were sweating, and there's other years where there's not enough clothes to put on because it was just flat out miserable and cold. So um, we still got another four weeks before we're out of the uh, you know the woods of possible more winter but um this week right now is definitely a great time to be outside and i wanted to talk about about some fishing options fishing opportunities you know um i've been doing a little guiding out on the llano river over this past month and uh not guiding for your warm water fish they've been a little little sluggish and, and not been too eager to eat the fly but Chasing the, the trout out there, you know, Texas Park and Wildlife has done a great job with uh, some of the uh, trout stockings for some of the non, maybe not as uh, limelight rivers as far as the trout fishers go. You know, everybody thinks about trout, Central Texas, it's, you know, the Guadalupe River, but um, they do put trout in like the Blanco, they put trout out in the Llano River, so there's Plenty of opportunities. They're not the four, five, six pound trout. You know, they're not the big over 20 inches. Um, they're smaller trout, but I've, I've really got to give them a thumbs up because the trout out in the Llano this year were, were the biggest trout I've ever seen in one of their, you know, put in tape fisheries. Okay. Like the Blanco or the Llano. They were, they were nice sized trout. Now, of course, there are some smaller ones, but I was really pleased with seeing some of the bigger trout in, in the river. And, you know, they put in over, you know, 2,400 trout out uh, out west towards the town of Castell, okay, you know, in, in between that and Llano uh, and even farther west out towards Mason. So uh, it, it's kind of neat, you know, to go out there and, and be in a river that looks like it should have, tw- you know, trout 12 months out of the year. However, it does get too hot and trout do perish, you know, it's, it's not cold enough for the trout to sustain. But when they're there, it's, uh, it's like you're standing in, in, in the wild river and, uh, catching some trout and you're not having to deal with people, you know, it's, uh, that's what's, what's really fun. And, uh, when you're all said and done, it, it, you head on over to Castell and, uh, get one of their cheeseburgers. It's, uh, pretty, Pretty solid cheeseburger. Randy and the and the crew out there at Castell General Store does a, a good cheeseburger, and uh, they're also known for their 
what is it, their Saturday barbecues and their steak Sundays. Well, COVID kind of shut that down um, until hopefully later this summer, Randy was telling me. But um, they still are making a killer cheeseburger out there, and they still have plenty of cold, cold long necks in the, uh, in the cooler. Yeah, just leave your vegan friends at home, right? You, you just leave your vegan friends at home. And uh, that's exactly right. But, uh, but yeah, you know, as far as what, you know, how do you catch those trout out there? You know, um, small, small woolly buggers. Okay. Um, and I say small, like size 12. Okay. They, they will definitely eat those small buggers and they're not getting, you know, they get pressured somewhat with the, uh, conventional guys when they first put them in, but then the, you know, the newness kind of wears off and they're kind of, you know, I guess the guys are using corn and, and that kind of stuff. So they're not seeing as much fly activity out there and there's really not that many folks doing it. And, um, you know, if you can catch them on a small bugger, you know, that's awesome. If, if they get, you know, a little tough, then you'll, um, do some nymphing or even some free line nymphing without a strike indicator, you know, some little pheasant tails or, or, uh, Prince nymphs, um, maybe some copper johns work well. But um, it's fun, you know, and if, if you pay attention to what's going on, a lot of times there is some dry fly activity. Um, you know, at the right time of day, they'll actually come up and start eating off the top. And the problem with that, though, is they're eating like a size 20 or 22, and, and, and it's very small. But um, it's definitely worth keeping your eyes open and, and having a dry fly box when you go out there. But uh, good times for sure. So. Let's move on to uh, what we do a lot of here in Central Texas, and that's warm water fishing. You know, uh, the wintertime can be hit or miss, but what we've got going right now, you know, the warming trend is what you're looking for to get out on the water. You know, you've got to be real flexible this time of year when you try to go chase bass because, uh, you know, if you've got a trip planned and there's, a, you know, a strong cold front blowing in on the day, you're, you're supposed to be on the water or the, even the day right after the front blows in, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of tough, you know, so, um, keep an open, open schedule and, and you can make it happen. But, um, Lake Bastrop is one of the, uh, areas, uh, power plant lakes. Okay. So it's, it's going to have warmer water temperatures than, than our rivers or even some of our uh, Highland Lake, uh, like, like Travis or such. So, uh, that's a popular, uh, wintertime bass fishery if if you don't mind fishing on lakes and uh they have a lot of hydrilla in there a lot of grass and it's 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 an enjoyable lake to fish um and of course you know we've got the lower colorado river which is a a tail race i mean it is coming out of the bottom of uh, ladybird lake there in austin so the water temperatures can be a little bit on the cool side but, you know, the farther you go downstream from the dam, of course, if you have sunny weather and, and trends like we have, you know, you'll, you'll hit some warmer water and, uh, it's still, still sink tips, you know, either a sinking line or, or a sink tip. And it's going to be a slower presentation on the bass, but you've got an opportunity though to see some of the bigger, bigger fish, you know, um, and you might even get into some white bass because, uh, that's getting close too, you know. So the white bass spawn um, starts in February, okay? Um, 
However, you have to have some rain. We have to have some, some water flow into the uh, tributaries, in, into our lakes. And one of the first white bass fisheries here in Central Texas is out on the east side um, over at Lake Granger, okay? So that's the, uh, the San Gabriel River that comes out of um, Lake Granger. That's where the San Gabriel ends its life over there in, in the Granger Lake. So white bass will start running up in an area called uh, the Steps. And it's kind of a, a popular area. It can get crowded. Um, but that is a, a fishery for the white bass later as we get into February. And then we'll start transitioning into the upper Guadalupe above Canyon Lake and, and the Pernalis River above Travis. But unless we get some rain, those, those spawns might not happen. So uh, we just spent the last five days with kind of wet. Mug, you know, ugly weather, but we didn't really get accumulation. You know, um, I'm going to say, depending on where you live, you know, it's about a half inch total. So that's not enough runoff for the tributaries. But I know everybody that is wanting to transition from trout over to warm water, white bass is, is only the first fish. So um, still a little early to tell, but I mean, we need a little bit of rain um, before, before the white bass takes off and um and you know i was talking about the highland lakes here a few minutes ago lake travis lake buchanan water temperatures right now are in the upper 50s so still a little bit on the cool side um there are stripers in those lakes but you definitely it's, it's a sinking sinking line game um and, and you definitely need a uh, electronics on your boat if, if you're out there doing it yourself whether you're on a kayak or or in, in some sort of uh, motorized power boat, you know, you can find those stripers um, because they're busy looking for shad and uh, they're chasing shad around right now. So um, we need to talk maybe about about um, flies. Um, so stripers on the lake, you know, small clousers, maybe like a size four, size six, and uh, chartreuse and white and gray and white. And, of course, the white bass, um, you know, it's typically depending on the fishery. And we're going to talk more about that as we get into February, and let's hope we're going to have some white bass fishing. Uh, small clousers, okay? Uh, the clearer the water, the smaller the clouser. You know, if you're fishing, tributaries are off color, then you can work your way up to maybe like a size six. But, uh, you know, your olives and whites, chartreuse and whites, and um, gray and white are all popular colors. And even a dark color, you know, uh, black, black and purple, um, just something dark for those days that you have no sunlight. Um, they'll respond a little better to something darker. And then over on Bass Drop, it's uh, a lot, definitely a lot of shad patterns, and um, and even even some crayfish patterns, or, or just kind of a creature. Well, you know, it doesn't really look like anything, but it's it you know pretty much what bass like to eat, you know, and that. That could be, uh, you know, in the oranges and, and, and black colors, rubber legs, you know, just just movement, you know, and, and you want to have a slow presentation. So, um, Marvin, there's kind of kind of the Central Texas uh, winter fishing report. Yeah, it's a little bit of something for everybody. It, it is. It is. Um, and when you start getting days like we're having this week, it's, it's time to get outside. And, uh, 
it won't be long. You know, it's, it's going to be end of February going into March, which is uh, a prime time to be definitely be on the water here in the central Texas. Yeah, ab- absolutely. You know, the great thing is this is the fishing report where we do our drawing uh, from all the folks that uh, submitted questions last year. And before I give you the name, Greg, why don't you let folks know what they're going to win? Yes. So I'm donating a Monic Flyline, okay? And the, uh, the model is the uh, Henley Phantom Tip. And if you're not familiar with the uh, the Henley Phantom Tip, is the, uh, it's, it's 100% floating line, but the uh, the tip of it is clear, okay? So the first uh, 30 feet is going to be clear floating line, and then it's going to be followed up by uh, an olive floating line. And the one I've got today is a weight forward eight floating, so it's an eight weight. And it's very popular for guys that are chasing carp. And it's also popular down on the Texas coast when you need maybe that little bit longer leader. Well, in this case, you've got a clear tip on that fly line that does float. So uh, it'll get you a little bit, a little bit of presentation for when those redfish are, are being picky. Um, so, and of course, there's nothing wrong with bass fishing with it as well. Okay, it, it's a good all all purpose fly line, and uh, as long as you're in water that's 45 degrees or warmer, this line is going to work for you. Yeah, and Monic great makes great lines, and the lucky winner is Aaron Gruler. And uh, congratulations, Aaron. And what I'll do is I will email your mailing address to Greg, and he will hook you up and. Um, Greg, uh, well, I guess, first of all, let's just remind folks that we're going to keep the tradition alive in 2021, so here's how it works. You can send us a question. You can email them to us. You can send them to us on our Instagram or our Facebook page. If we use your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag, and you'll get into a drawing for something that we'll draw for in early 2022. And, you know, Greg, before I let you hop, why don't you let folks uh, know where they can find you so they can book you and fish with you as things start to improve? Yes, um, off my website, that's uh, upstreamonthefly.com, and I'm also over on Instagram and Facebook as uh, Upstream on the Fly. Well, awesome, folks. You know, it's only going to get better from here. You owe it to yourself to get out and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Greg. Tight lines, Marvin. Mm-hmm.